0: Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Use the promo code SGP100 for a 100% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Log on to betql.co to download the app today. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. Ryan, you're back from Mexico.
1: Hola, Sean. (laughs) Hola, amigo. Oh man. All right, bring you bring the guest. I don't want to, I don't want to step on the lead. Yes, we the lead is we're doing the
0: NFC West preview podcast. We decided to bring on special guest, James Alberino, aka Spread Investor. James, thanks for calling in, man.
2: Guys, Thanks for having me on about time. We're, we're overdue for this phone call.
0: Yeah. We've, uh, we've been interacting a bunch on Twitter. I know you've shared some of our stuff and vice versa. I feel like you're uh, you know really on top of uh, the, uh, I don't know. You're really on top of trends and, and just a bunch of cool, Nuggets. Yeah. Nuggets is the good word. You seem to have a nuggets market cornered as far as uh, NFL and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, with the NFL, it's fun just digging into the trends. I like just going in and, and, you know, dating trends back to, you know, last three, four years and finding out different things that that are relevant and you just plug in different situations with the team, whether it's within the division or whether it's, you know, certain road games or traveling cross country, there's so many different things in the NFL you can look at and you got to find that little edge because the NFL's so sharp and you just got to find whatever little edge you get.
0: Yeah. And that's interesting. Cause you say the NFL is so sharp, but man, as a guy, who's, <laughs> as a guy who studies this stuff and made, made a couple bucks hosting the podcast, I do, I I'm chomping at the bit when it comes to legalization, because a, all the opportunities it's going to provide the industry by kind of slowly moving it above board, but b just the marketplace in and of itself. I know just from friends on the East coast where now all of a sudden my brother, he just moved to Jersey and then he opened up his, uh, you know, his app for DFS. And all of a sudden now there's live betting on that. And it just seems like the marketplace is going to have so much more money and probably square money. That's
1: did you see that Charles Barkley commercial <laughs> yes. explaining a parlay we yes. using parfaits. Oh, it's Terrible? Of course. There's going to be so much more square money. I mean, but, but Uh, to the point, it's a, it's a, it's a sample size thing. And the most people bet on the NFL, which leads you to the point of it, it, that that, I I think that implicitly makes it the sharpest to your point. I do think maybe it's going to get a bit FTP. We're going to maybe, maybe the, the, the least common denominator effect will have some impact on that. Uh, But at the end of the day, there's enough sharp money, enough big money to balance out uh, Joe Schmo betting. Uh, that twenty five dollar three team parfait, like Charles Barkley, <laughs> Barkley told him to. Uh, I, I I don't know. It, it will it will be interesting to see this year specifically with the yeah, influx
0: as it's slowly moving in, into that capacity. But yeah, it's it, it just seems like as a guy as guys who enjoy fading the public situationally, FTP baby. It does feel like <laughs> how is there not more opportunities to fade the public when you're taking a huge chunk of the public and tossing them into the deep end.
2: Yeah. And not only that, w- what's going to be crazy too, is state by state as more legalization goes on. You're going to have different numbers with different States because people in Louisiana are going to be betting the saints more. So the lines will be shaded in that direction. And if yeah. you have access, if you got a couple of buddies in different States, you could probably take advantage of lines. That'll be point and a half, two points different.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, let's say it's all running through the Pennsylvania state lottery or whatever sort of Pennsylvania license, since they're all going to be state licensed. Well, the number in, you know, for the Steelers game in a Pennsylvania shop may be very different than a number in say a Montana shop or something like that. A
2: hundred percent.
0: And it's going to be crazy. Cause you know, these syndicates are chomping at the bit. They're probably like oh. setting up shops in all these different it, States
1: in a weird way. It's going to drive. I think mean, I feel like it's going to drive federal legislation yeah. because they're going to have to build some sort of you know, federal marketplace to allow for these types of things to balance out. Now, what will probably Some happen, sort of exchange these, these books operate in multiple states. So you think they're going to be positioning themselves accordingly? Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's plenty of stories of, of people taking it to, to actual bookies in the same regard, right? You got Dallas and, and New York playing on a Sunday night da- that the guy in Dallas is laying minus two, the guy in uh, uh, or minus three and a half, the guy in New York's uh, catching two and a half. I mean, there's yeah. all sorts of like really, really like there will be large spreads and uh, obvious arbitrage opportunities. I think if you have the access,
2: no doubt, and it, it already happened in the black market with the Patriots in the Super Bowl the past couple of years. There were books locals in in Boston that the line for this year was Patriots minus seven when the whole country had five <laughs> or four and a half. It's insane. Yeah, so, why not though? Yeah, it's, it's just that's bound to happen.
0: It is insane. And it brings us to talking about our sponsor, MyBookie.ag. You don't need to get a bad line from your local shop. Head over to MyBookie.ag. You shouldn't be taking minus seven just because you're in Boston. You got a great feeling <laughs> about the Pats. Come on, there's no need. Go to MyBookie.ag. They got it all. I saw they even had a uh, Khalil Mack will get traded. Ooh. At minus 500 plus 375, he won't get traded very small limits but hey mybookie.ag they're not afraid to take uh, take some risks and listen all these win totals we're pulling out all our all our prop stuff they all come from mybookie.ag because mybookie.ag is the official sports of the sports gambling podcast use that promo code sgp100 first time depositors 100% deposit bonus you get that little rollover bonus and then if you've been with us from day 1 with mybookie we got a little extra bonus for you guys. SGP Reload. That's all right, SGP Reload or my, or SGP One Hundred. Play, win, and get paid.
1: Mybook.ag. Strong, Sean. Strong. Okay. Can, can, uh, before we get into it, sure. I know I know you're chomping at the bit. Can I, I Can I just uh, share one quick thing? Uh, I, I shared it with you ahead of the podcast, which I normally don't do. Oh um, yes, to 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 screw up the the organic reaction. But I did. <laughs> I spent the last week in in beautiful Cabo, Sean. Uh, feel free to play the boat trip. Music. I want a oh, dick. Whoa! whoa dummy no, no, no. That, sorry, that, wrong that, one. Wrong right. soundbite. So <laughs> down down in in in, uh, in in Mexico, I'm 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 whipping together uh, as if you've seen on Twitter. I'm whipping. it. We're trying to put together a little bit of a best of. Yes. So I've been listening to stuff, and the Jim Nance music uh, was one of the things I listened to. And I kind of had this epiphany. As you walk around Mexico, everyone just says, hola, amigo. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigo. And it just made me think, holy shit, Jim Nance is some sort of cult hero. Hola, amigo. (laughs) Like, can you imagine a Spanish Jim Nance? Hola, amigo. And it just fits. it Everywhere I went, hola, amigo. You want to buy some fucking. This is a a good. Yeah, I could see myself laying out on a beach listening to the Masters theme song. Hola amigo, ¿dónde está el baño? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good uh, times. Anyway, uh, it, it, it was funny that I was thinking about Jim on a beach in Mexico. But yeah, went to Mexico, Sean. The NFL is as hot as ever. Uh, it made me think I was wa- as I was walking around downtown Cabo, which is like a little bit of spring break mixed with a little bit of like third world bartering shops. Yep. Uh, touristy shit, Times Square like almost, and. uh NFL everywhere. All this talk of the NBA, this, the NBA, that, soccer, this. Not, 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 Come on. Not down there, all NFL. <laughs> uh, and I got you a, a sweet Eagles yeah, bag. Yeah, I saw that. Um,
0: the funniest thing was you brought back a ECU Pirates <laughs> well, bag for Colby.
1: So I walked into the shop because the intent was to buy the daughters some Giants swag, mm-hmm. un- unlicensed by the NFL, of course. So I like that. Fuck you, Goodell. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what do I see in the corner? I, I see the trash corner. Uh, I see a Red Sox. I see an Eagles. And strangely, baby fucking wheel, man. Strangely, what is hanging there in East Carolina Pirates? <laughs> what are I, the odds? I, no joke. When I asked the woman to take it down, she goes, "Why do you want this team?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> she has no. Uh, that was probably a bad Spanish accent, but she yeah, to no I, a little more Asian. She, she, <laughs> it's a, hurry up and buy. Uh, it just. It was an, anyway. Long story short, went to Mexico, survived, uh, didn't have any sort of digestive issues, Sean. So uh, considering it a big win and, uh, yeah. I actually, uh, if you want to hear a quick sidebar, I, I, uh, I, I bought weed in Mexico. That was interesting. Really? Oh yeah. Legally Ryan. No, not legally. <laughs> uh, I, I just found a dude selling cigars and he whips open his suitcase of cigars and he's like, you want some cigars? I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. He goes, how about some Coke or weed? <laughs> he led with Coke though. And I'm like, Oh, uh, ah, weed. So he whips open this weed. and It's a bag. Sean. It looked like the bag of weed you might have bought when you were in, in a high school. Uh, it was swag. I mean, granted, it. it was it was it was probably like a quarter, uh, but it was just littered with stems and steeds. <laughs> and the guy go. The guy wanted hundred eighty dollars American for this. What? Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. A guy who's been diagnosed with a serious medical condition. i who's been working with this for a long time.
1: I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, I'm like, Como se dice seeds, bro. Moss seeds. No bueno. Uh, next, you know, this leads to that. Um, you know, I became the proud owner of this weed and a pipe for $60 American. Sounds, so
0: that sounds like quite and, the and deal.
1: A, and as my buddy pointed out, cause I was still bummed out. I had to pay that much for this shitty weed. He's like, you know, man, we didn't have a lot of options. So yeah. this, he was the only guy on the beach selling weed. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, and you get delivered right to your uh, speaking cabinet. of weed.
0: Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's uh, let's start breaking down the NFC West before we get started. James got to know it. I feel like I haven't picked it up from your, from your, uh, your Twitter feed at all. Do you, do you have a team? Do you have any sort of bias as a uh, handicap?
2: I try to keep it out and I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I'm a Giants fan, but I don't want to make my bias known. I mean, I try to (laughs) handicap it as, I try to handicap it as as much as I can without any bias, but um, no, I I never want to be the guy that's, you know, talking, Eli Manning and, and going on and on <laughs> about giants the whole fucking day. So I, I will I gotta, happily I'll I carry that weight for you,
1: brother. <laughs> Ryan
0: Ryan's yeah. here on the podcast to, to take care of that uh, for you. All right, let's get
1: started here talking about the Earth. By of- the way, now
2: the, the weed story explains why you were thinking of Jim Nance on the beach now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I
1: was just thinking about some burnt toast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> He's he's you're never gonna know whether Jim Nance is like having a brain aneurysm or a heart attack because he's gonna be like, I smell burnt toast. Is that my meal? Or no, I'm dying. Uh. Arizona Cardinals, where are they at? All right, let's talk about the Cardinals here.
1: <clears throat> Get it, Coming Sean. off an
0: eight-win 2017 affair, win total set at five and a half over is a juiced minus one eighty-five under one fifty-five, a plus a thousand for the division, twenty eight hundred. For the conference, sixty five hundred for the Super Bowl. Key additions. There's a bunch. Steve Wilkes, a coach. Quarterback Sam Bradford. Quarterback Mike Glennon. Fullback Derek Coleman. Receiver Bryce Butler. Offensive line Justin Pugh. Offensive lineman Andrew, Andre Smith. Ben a, Ben Wickery. Cornerback Cornerback <laughs> Jamar Taylor. So many names for you. This I know. This is insane. Key losses. They lost everyone. Arians. Carson Palmer, Ju Stanton, Blaine Garrett, Matt Barkley, Adrian Peterson, John Brown, Jaron Brown, offensive <laughs> lineman Jared Veldheer, uh, the Honey Badger, aka Tyron Matthew, Matthew, I don't know. Quarter- <laughs> you had it. You had it. Cornerback Justin Bethel, cornerback Tremon Williams, defensive tackle Josh Mauro and defensive tackle Kareem Martin. Key rookies, obviously the chosen one, Josh Rosen, also Christian Kirk, and center. Mason Cole. I'll kick things off about the Arizona Cardinals. Here's what I'll say. Bruce uh, Bruce Arians. I think that's a huge loss. He was a really good coach. I think he really helped this team, but they're coming from their 2017 season. They, they put themselves in a decent position, huge upgrade at quarterback. Right. And you get a healthy David Johnson back. Their offensive line. I actually listened to uh, or watched some preseason Cardinals game. Solid offensive line. The Cardinals, only team, though, to not face a bottom five team. Kind of a tough schedule. I I, I like the idea of bringing Steven Wilkes in. I I think that makes sense. Their offense, Ryan. Football outsiders, let's say, 30th in DVOA. But you bring in David Johnson and a decent quarterback. It's got to jump up, even when you're bringing in a defensive minded coach. I think this Arizona Cardinals team is gonna be average. For me, five and a half feels a bit low. We can get through their schedule eventually here, but uh I don't Kramer, am I crazy for my broad strokes here on the Cardinals?
1: Well, I, I mean just to, to there were a lot of names on that list. Yes. And part of the reason there were a lot of names is they had a huge turnover. I think they lost something crazy, uh some crazy amount of snaps, uh, to, to new players to or to new to yeah, to new players. Uh, but the key is the quarterbacks, right? You said Arians is gone. Arian, not only Arians, Gabbard and Stanton also gone. Uh, you mentioned some quarterbacks coming onto the team: Glennon, Bradford, Rosen. Honestly, Sean, when I when I looked at this depth chart, it made me think of the like these are the three first picks in the the all broken collar uh, <laughs> team, broken collarbone team. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I guess if you're looking to be optimistic, McCoy in an offensive coordinator position has excelled. Uh Wilkes, we think he he's gonna be able to 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 be a head coach. We don't know, right? We don't know anything about Wilkes as a head coach. There's always that that scary part. And uh, Sean, I wrote down one one nugget from last year. You know, the only player on the team who attempted a pass attempt last year that's Larry Fitzgerald.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's a great. Stat. So,
1: but the last thing I'll, I'll leave <laughs> you. I mean, they they were they were they were pretty good in close games, six and two. Ah, uh, they were a pretty good defense, and I, I think that's the thing with Wilkes that they're changing schemes. So that does worry me a little bit, going from a three-four to a four-three, and uh, that's really all I got. I mean, I think the big thing is Bradford. You know, I, I know you hate him, but Bradford could be a good quarterback. Bradford
0: is not a fucking franchise quarterback.
1: Bradford can be a good quarterback. Rosen, I mean, look, he was the number one pick before people realized he was rich and had an opinion, <laughs> and. Guess what? They get David Johnson back. So I I, I kind of said everything I need to say there. I'll, I'll throw it over.
0: James, give us your uh, your broad strokes here on the Arizona Cardinals for this year.
2: Yeah, if you ask me, it's probably three four weeks ago. I was so down on this team, and I I didn't see them getting much more than five or six wins. But you said defense is competitive. Um They've got a really strong front seven. Obviously, Patrick Peterson in the back is strong. Their weakness—it's not even at safety losing Matthew because they got Antoine Betha and and they're high on this kid Buddha Baker filling in as well. Great name. Their number. Yep. Their number two corner is going to be the issue for them. Whoever's opposite Patrick Peterson, whoever they put a, you know on, on opening day, that's going to be the issue. And they've got a brutal road schedule. Um, I, I I don't see them getting more than maybe two road wins at the rams, at the 49ers, at the vikings, chiefs, chargers, packers, falcons and seahawks. They'll probably win that seahawk game. I I don't see I, I don't see two or three wins. So this is a team that could be competitive, but at the end of the day, not straight up get a lot of wins. They'll probably cover some inflated numbers and and when they're catching a lot of points as dogs. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah. It and, does seem can, like a team that you want to hop on as a home dog in particular.
1: And I, I think uh, what I would say, I, I this, the Cardinals feels, like, and, and I guess you want to just get to the schedule, Sean. Sure. <clears throat> we, and, and to, to, they, they do feel like the team that can come out and, and like blow people away and have a really good offensive por- performance in week one. Um, I, and I, I just think that the quarterback play, I, I like the idea of McCoy being an offensive coordinator and these quarterbacks and these weapons. I mean, we didn't even mention Christian Kirk. I think he's, yeah, I try, I've been trying yeah, to avoid, yeah, trying just, to avoid the preseason um, because I feel like too often it does fuck with your brain uh, with what these does. guys do. And the fact that I saw someone comp Christian Kirk to fucking Odell Beckham, <laughs> come on, man. It's, a insane. it's super crazy. Anyway, let's, let's run through the schedule. Uh Cardinals first four, Washington at the Rams, Bears and Seahawks both at home. It's definitely a favorable start. And that's why I said I think I think this could be the team that everyone maybe maybe there isn't value because people get excited before Bradford gets hurt, before yes. all this stuff happens. Maybe yeah. Donald's not back. Is Donald back yet? I should Aaron have have Aaron Donald? He's not He's back. Not, no. they're, yeah.
2: they're they're closer to getting the deal done as of two days ago. So he, he should be there within the next ten days, two weeks
1: you would think, but the, uh, you know, who knows with this Rams team, Yeah. but anyway, those first four, I mean, I, it, it, it's not crazy to say they could win two of those games, maybe even three. I mean,
0: yeah, I'm going to go, know, I'm going to uh, go two wins out of that four, episode,
1: four game. Chuck I, I'm with you. I'll go two and two James.
2: Yeah. I, 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 that's where I was at two and two on that first floor.
1: Yeah. For sure. All right. Next four. This is where it gets a bit tougher at San Francisco at Minnesota in the spaceship. Then they have Denver at home on a Thursday night and San Francisco at home.
2: Denver's going to be a tough matchup because the, the whole thing with Arizona is the health of the offensive line. They got a couple of guys coming back that are older and they're coming back from injuries too. So Denver's pass rush could get to them in that matchup. And then on the road, they're not winning against the 49ers or, or the Vikings. I, I could see them going one and three in the stretch or possibly on four.
0: Yeah, I'll go I'll, for the sake of this exercise. I'll go one and three, just because maybe one of these they pull out. But I, I'm kind of on the same angle as James, one with slight lean to zero.
1: So I'll go one and three though. Yeah, I going mean, I reiterate. I mean, just again, like they're they have none of the quarterbacks, and basically the running back workload will all be gone from last year. And I, I am a little high. Maybe I'm a little lower on the Niners, but I think the fact that this Cardinals defense could still be competent. I think the offense could surprise. I'm going to go, I'm going to stretch out here and go, I'm going to go a little bit better than you guys. I'm going to go two and two.
2: Well, the Minnesota game actually could be interesting because now Minnesota's offensive line is completely beat up Arizona. Uh, if you throw Chandler Jones and yeah. Nietzsche's will be back, That that's not going to be an easy matchup for Minnesota. I don't think I'm not as high on Minnesota as most people are. So Arizona could compete as crazy as that does sound. Just, just matchup wise, that could be tough for Minnesota.
1: And I'll even call it out. I, d- I do think they're going to take Denver on that short week and then take San Francisco mm-hmm. on the long week going wow. into the bye week. Yeah. Uh, it, it just sets up nicely. I, again, uh, Denver defense could be really good, but a lot of questions about that offense. I mean, it is Case Keenum. Next four after the bye week, right in the middle of the season, at Kansas City, Oakland, at Los Angeles Chargers, at Green Bay. Jesus. Mm-hmm that's That just tough feels stretch. really hard. I, wanna, I mean, maybe they can. May, maybe some card. What more Cardinals fans than that's one of the games that <laughs> that Decker proclaimed a Chargers home game. I think, right? <laughs> yeah, they, he did. So I'm not a big fan of this Oakland team, especially if they're trading Khalil Mack. Uh, I don't see them winning in Kansas City or Green Bay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I say, like say the two Chargers. and two. I'm going one and three here. I'm gonna say two and two. I think they steal one in Los Angeles and beat the Raiders at home
0: but it's, it's, it's not a, it's a tough stretch. James, how I'll see you on this four game run.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll go one and three. I don't, I don't see them pulling off two wins here.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Next up Detroit at home at Atlanta Rams at home at Seattle. Ooh, I mean the Rams could have the division wrapped up no. and <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, there. this is, this is tough all the way around. Uh, I, I think I'm going to have to go one and three here.
2: I think they'll, they'll win that game at Seattle. Seattle will probably be playing for nothing at that point. Don't see them beating the Rams. They'll lose that game at Atlanta and the lions will be an interesting game, but I think the one area that the Cardinals could impose their will on some teams is, is with their front seven, but the Lions got a really good offensive line this year. So that'll even be a tough game. will be competitive. So I'll go,
0: I'll go one and 3 with a lean to 2 and 2 here. I'll go uh, I'll go 2 and 2. I think they can they will win one of the home games and steal a road game.
1: Well, Sean, I had him going 6 and 10. You got him going 7 and 9 and James, you got him going Did I write that? Are you Did you have him going 5 and 11 or 6 and 10? Does that sound right?
2: Wow. I had 6 and
1: 10. Yeah, there you go. Did I count
2: that right?
1: Yeah, 6 and 10. All right, we're we're not super high on him, Sean.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I but I think they're. I just don't think they're a a five win team. I, I think they're that six, Yeah, I, I think they're in that six to eight range, and
2: where you. You could see games where they're getting a ridiculous amount of points at Kansas City, at L.A., at. I mean, you're talking at Atlanta. They're they're going to be, what, maybe a, a nine ten point underdog on the road in Atlanta. Yeah. They could be more than a touchdown dog in, in in a number of games on the road, and they could be a really good team to watch against the spread.
0: Yeah, I think Warren Sharp even brought it up. He said, "Look to look to play this Cardinals team, especially coming off a big blowout loss on the road. Yeah, it, you could see this team where a couple games get away from them, and then they're coming back home, and you're catching seven points as a home dog against a team that probably doesn't deserve that kind of uh, line movement." I yeah. I just think people are so low on the Cardinals. There could be some value, especially early.
2: Yeah. Admittedly me too. I, the more I read up on them, the more I watch tape, I, I, I think they could compete. So, it, you know, it's, and that's the thing with the is it, it doesn't, a team's record doesn't always reflect how good or how bad they actually are. 16 game sample size. You're not exactly getting a really good measuring stick for most of these teams. A six and 10 team could be, Exactly the same talent as a nine and seventeen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of those field goal games go one way or the other, and and it's a huge swing. And that that is something to look at when you're when you're breaking things down. I yeah. And they have the you know close wins and how they did against that, and how much of that was luck, or just how well, much is it like a tough and team like I pointed out.
1: out, the Cardinals were six and two in those games last year. So I mean, I it wouldn't be crazy if they they dropped. To a, a six-win team, but know, even
0: think. that, they're they're still hitting their over. So, Ryan, you know who, you know who we going to talk about right now? Odds Shark. That's right, Odds Shark deck. They got free picks from their su- super computer, expert writing staff, plus latest odds every big game and big fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos. Stats and trends you probably won't find anywhere else give them a follow on Twitter at odds, shark, check them out, www.oddsshark.com their football package. It's not even a package cause it's all free. It's up. They got tons of football stuff out there. Some baseball stuff still going on. I'm sure they'll be hitting some preseason hockey. I'm sure they got some E games or whatever the fuck that's called. We gotta get into that, Sean. Yeah. We got, we need to find an e-sports handicapper. But for now, just check it all out over at oddshark.com and at oddshark. I think it'd be an interesting uh, hypothetical odds segment. Oh. Ryan and and James, feel free to chime in. But I'm thinking this of setting the line on Sam Bradford's starts for this season. I, I would like to set it at four and a half. Wow. I feel like, I feel like that's a bit high Kramer. Where are you moving the line here? Oh, all
1: right. So we have two things, right? Like Sam, it's Sam Bradford is Sam yes. Bradford and he still has Sam the, Bradford's the, knees. the last
0: time he was in a game. He left the game, not because anything happened, but just because his knee buckled under, <laughs> under just, just the idea of supporting his own body weight. And there is a <sighs> uh, top 10 pick waiting in the wings who looks pretty good. In preseason, in a season where they're not expected to do anything, and why not give the young guy some reps?
1: Uh, all right, here's what I'll say. I think they could start well though, because they have three, three home, home games, games against w- three kind of winnable home game games. So I, I think your line is probably good. It could. It, w- w- would they really start the rookie at Minnesota though? Yeah, I would. They really start the rookie at home against Denver
0: listen, that's why I said it. I didn't I said it without looking at the schedule. Maybe maybe realistically week ten, although that's at Chiefs, but you're coming off a bye week. Maybe that's the time you you put in the chosen one, chosen rose.
1: Yeah, I would I would say we gotta set it higher. I think we have to set it um I mean it's always you gotta set it to the bye week, right? Okay. Eight, eight starts, eight, eight and a starts. half or eight. I'll
0: set it at seven and a half.
1: Okay. I know you want to shaded a little bit. <laughs> James at seven and it, a half. Are you, under,
2: is the under vig on that going to be like minus two fifty?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: see. It,
0: see, we should set it where we're going to get one ten on each side. Ryan, let's Sorry. set it. At, let's set it at six and a half. Okay. Because you know no That's one's great taking. Line. No one's taking.
2: Six and is a, a solid line.
0: Okay. James is signing off on it. So let's. We got it at minus one ten each way, over under, and uh, way in over at Gambling Podcast there.
2: The NFL lines are sharp, no matter what.
0: (laughs) Yeah, even when it comes to Sam Bradford not being a quarterback. (laughs) Moving over to the Los Angeles Rams, coming off an eleven-win season, everyone's high. Win win total nine and a half over again, juiced at minus one seventy, under plus one forty-one. Maybe we'll just move it to ten. Division they are minus one eighty to win the division, plus five fifty for the conference, only plus eight hundred for. Jared Goff and the Rams. Key additions: Brandon Cooks and Sue Marcus Peters, Akeeb Talib, Sam Shields, linebacker uh, Ramique Wilson. Mm. Key losses, though: Tavon Austin. <laughs> Why sorry. is that a key loss? Uh, it's
2: just it's just I funny because yeah, how sorry. excited
0: the Cowboys are about their preseason
2: MVP every year. <laughs> every year.
0: Uh, oh, every, every year, year. This
2: guy's gonna get every year. This guy's gonna get ten to twelve touches a year.
0: Yep, yep. They're like, "Oh, this is his year. This is a breakout year for Tavon Austin. We
1: got some gadget plays for him." Some guys <laughs> just can't play fucking here's football. Your, here's
0: your gadget. You get a giant contract and you don't do anything. That's a unique gadget. Yeah. And he somehow he found it.
2: Jeff Fisher. They should they should <laughs> pair Tavon Austin with Sam Bradford.
0: <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Uh, they also lost Sammy Watkins, linebacker Alec Ogletree, defensive end Robert Quinn, cornerback Kavon Webster, and cornerback. Tremaine Johnson, key rookies, offensive lineman, Joe Noteboom, center, Brian Allen and defensive end, John Franklin Myers. Wow. Look at you get excited here. Are my open thoughts on the Los Angeles Rams to me. And, and maybe I'm crazy here, but eerily reminiscent of chip Kelly after his first year, right? Uh, it's a good comparison, Brings you know, young guy, new scheme. They win a division with an unlikely quarterback then a home loss to a veteran NFC South team but a lot of hype coming into year 2 can can they do it again Go, I think the big thing you have to see with this Rams team was by every metric DVOA is one of them certainly but every sort of statistical thing the jump was so huge from 2016 to 2017 is there any more room for growth or is it just naturally going to fall back down and there's two ways to look at it a was this just some insane jump, kind of a fluke? B was Jeff Fisher that bad? Probably a combination of the the two factors. But Jeff uh, or Jared Goff ninety eight point eight increase in passing DVOA, which is insane. Look at you stats. Yep. And uh, they uh, the, your buddies over at Football Outsider, Ryan coined this my term: the Ooh. plexiglass. Oh my goodness! They call them the plexiglass <laughs> poster boys. Because of their, they had a massive jump in DVOA, and when you jump more than twenty percent in their DVOA ranking, seventy-three percent of the teams lose about ten percent of that. Oh my god! Coming back the next season, so many
1: numbers. Sean, can I? Can I? No! <laughs> can pull <I just, laughs> that on myself? I'll let you continue, but I wanted to piggyback off your point. You said Golf had the biggest turnaround ever. Yes. Uh, you know who's sixth on that list? Case Keenum. Thank you, Jeff Fisher. Common theme here. Jeff Fisher yeah, sucks. and
0: Nick Foles has to be yeah. on there somewhere, right? Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not. I mean, he won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. you. I got. I said it this time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, Sean, continue.
0: And obviously, they they got they brought in some big names, talent wise. Wade Phillips, I think, still a solid uh, oh, defensive coordinator. One of my favorite. That here's what, and this stat's a great uh, indicator What with, with Jeff Fisher. Goff went play action. 14% of the time with McVay, they went 30% of the time. So to me, it's can all the talent acquisitions balance out the inevitability that people are going to figure out what McVay was doing because a lot of their offensive success to me seemed like a scheme thing. They were scheming guys open and I, I it'll be interesting to see a whole off season of people being able to watch yeah. McVeigh, watch the kind of stuff you ran with Goff. is Goff the real deal. And can they hold out on that? I don't think they're the same 11 win team that they were last year. I still think they'll be competitive, but the the number's pretty high for me.
1: Sean, heavy regression, right? You already mentioned the plexiglass stuff. They had a huge increase. You circle them right away. 70% of teams that have that kind of increase are going to regress. It's just in the long run, it's more likely they regress. regress. Their offensive line played together in 16 straight games. We're throwing out the last game because they had already locked it up. Second best in starting field position. 27 of their drives started in their opponent's side of the field. Goff 1.5 interception rate. And lastly, they only lost three and a half games to injury adjusted by the football outsiders on offense. So all of that, what does that bundle up? Well, yeah, maybe Goff had a great year, but he's not going to have a 1.5 interception rate again. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the offensive line was good, but I it's unlikely they're going to stay healthy again. And and the last thing I'll say is I just, I really think the field position, yes, they still, they still strike to have, or they still project to have a very good defense. I think Robert Quinn will be a, a, a kind of loss. And I same with Ogletree. He was, he was the captain of their defense. I don't know how that, when you ship a guy out like that, it, it kind of sends interesting messages. They're playing Madden. I don't know what that's doing with the chemistry and oh, by the way, their head coach is 31 and we don't know how he deals with adversity.
0: So, and Aaron Donald, I, I didn't hit on that, but he's. It seems like they got the deal going in the right direction,
1: but he he could miss a game or two early. Yeah, what a. T- I mean, fuck fuck the franchise. Like he's he's the best defensive player in the fucking league, it, and they're they're signing ever. They're literally Oprah going. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> you give get a car. Cash. And then <laughs> D- Donald's just like, well, what about me? Fuck you. That's what's going on. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, James, how do you feel about the Rams?
2: Yeah. Chemistry could be an issue. I mean, they're obviously loaded. I think the numbers, you, you made a great point. They're due for regression in terms of numbers, but what's interesting is how many teams in one off season get Marcus feeders, a keep to leave and Dominic and Sue on the defensive side of the ball. So, and, and with Alec, Alec Ogletree going, they're really high. Wade Phillips is really high on this kid, Corey Littleton. And uh, he was a special teams guy he was the first guy since 2014 to block two punts for what this is worth, two punts in one season. And they said he flies all over the field. So they're not worried as much with Ogletree going down. Actually their run defense last year, they gave up 4.6 yards per carry last year on the ground. And that's with Ogletree being in the middle of defense. So um, I think they could have a little bit of a different identity. I don't think they'll need to rely as much on the offense as they did last year. Uh, but, yeah, with with Brandon Cooks just being the new guy in town and getting a ridiculous contract like that and everybody getting fucking payday, it's when, <laughs> when are you going to start showing Aaron Donald respect and is that going to lead to chemistry problems on the defensive side of the ball? The last thing you need with a young, talented team with a lot of egos is chemistry bullshit. So I, I think that's going to – I think you're going to see it play out over the first probably five to six weeks, and that will tell if their talent will max out. Or they'll be held back by chemistry stuff.
1: Yeah. Sean, it kills me. We, we, we hear all of this. There's this off season has been great because a running back at selected second. Everyone wants to talk about salaries and this and that defensive lineman pass rusher. That's one of the, the positions we agree should be the highest paid. Like no one quarterback and pass rusher. No one seems to argue
0: how you win on offense. Pass rusher is how you win on defense.
1: And you either are a good quarterback or you're pressuring the quarterback. That's how you win games. And Aaron Donald is objectively the best defensive player in the league. I think he he wrecks he wrecks games more than anyone else. And and the Football Outsiders kind of go in depth on how him and Sue kind of just dominate in terms of defeats and some of these other metrics. And the fact that they're playing next to each other is interesting. They point out that Sue's never really been asked to play in this type of role. Bit of and a cancer though. How, how will they play to get, well, I, I think you, you have a guy who wants to get paid and you have a cancer who got paid like, <laughs> and not to mention Marcus Peters has been a piece. He's kind of been a piece of shit everywhere. He's gone to leave is at issues. Um, what, what was the quote you loved with him after he shot him? So he got shot in the leg. Oh, he's still looking st- into the facts. <laughs> I mean, th- these I, granted Wade Phillips. I, I love him. I, I, part of the reason I love their Chances last year was Wade Phillips, and I think he had he's a player's he coach. With him
0: in, uh, Denver, yeah, he's right,
1: gonna so. get the guys together, but it, it just feels like this is a game of Jenga where like the bottom row is sitting on one peg. Yeah. And and, and it, it's
0: it's the bottom row is a, a 32-year-old quarterback, or sorry, a 32-year-old head coach. Who, by the way,
1: serious? <clears throat> Uh, saw the uh, real sports with him. Um, my my serial killer radar went way up on Sean McVay. He does not seem like a normal person. <laughs> uh, no, you don't wake Hot up and wife. go. <laughs> what? Well, go ahead.
2: Hot wife though. Yeah. yeah. Is, a that lot- is,
1: is that
0: is that uh, his? I think it's his girlfriend
1: actually.
2: Girlfriend with smoke.
0: Yeah, and then there was like text of Jared Goff saying how he'd want to fuck.
1: That's <laughs> Sean great. McVay's girlfriend. I'm, I'm sure that's great for chemistry. Sean McVay's younger than us. Sean. That's, that's yeah, crazy. I know. I feel fucking old. I couldn't handle
0: running. a. Well, actually I could, I I know the game, Brian, <laughs> you're, you're sure. never a guy who's put on the pads and strapped on the chin straps. So he might have trouble rallying the guys, oh. but they, and they would see, they go, Oh, Sean, he knows how to put together a lineup. We saw so what it He did when you didn't play. We saw what he did week one last year in DraftKings. So the guy would I would have respect in the locker room. All right. You can have issues.
1: More importantly, <laughs> I, I don't know, like all of these regression indicators. I think the one thing to mention is they did go from Jeff Fisher to Sean McVay. Yeah. And, and <laughs> how much does that I, throw off the system? I, I think, yeah. Jeff Fisher could be the proverbial wrench in this, uh, in this equation. Should we go through the schedule? Let's do it. First up, oh they get to start on the weird Monday night West Coast game at Oakland, Arizona at home, Chargers at home, Minnesota on Thursday night at home. If that's not a favorable fucking schedule, Sean, I don't know what is. Um is is 4 and 0 oh, a possibility here? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's certainly possible. I'm going to
0: say I kind of want to go two and two because I I'm I do think this Rams team could start slow just from what I'm seeing at a training camp. They seem to be, I don't know. They seem to be reading their press clippings a little bit, not going hard on the guys. I'm worried. Uh, I'm worried about the fire in the belly being a potential issue and all the weird chemistry stuff,
1: <sighs> but which games are they losing? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, are they, losing could they, they lose girded? that Raiders game. Chargers. Chargers are realistic loss. Uh, More can, fans,
1: Chargers or Rams at that game. <laughs> By the way, Sean, I don't know if you Rams. saw the picture I posted. Wait, I was,
0: it's going to be C Raiders fans. I was <laughs> just show up to troll.
1: Raider. I was at a store in Los Angeles. Uh, they had Dodgers stuff. They had uh, Rams stuff. They had Raiders stuff, and then they had a whole section of Cowboy stuff. Not Chargers. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Or Chargers. Uh, I, I'm going to go three and one. I I'm going to go three and one here.
0: <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna go two and two. Be a little controversial. I think they could start slow, realistically. All right. James,
2: I'll say three and one. I think the Chargers game they could lose, but I think they'll beat Minnesota's offensive line and and they'll take care of the first two games.
1: That Chargers pass rush is. I think um, the more the closer we get to the season, and the more I just do work, the more it, it they're going to be really interesting for a lot of teams next up uh, coming off the long rest at Seattle at Denver. That that's brutal. That's a brutal two game stretch, but then there's a third game at San Francisco and then they get green Bay at home. Oh, I wanted to start them off at least three and one, because I don't think it's going to go well here. Um, I know they kind of have Seattle's number. It seems, Um, but Seattle, Denver, that's a tough, it's a really tough. You're only getting one win there. You're only getting these
0: four. I'll say two and two.
1: I'm saying out of that two-game road stretch, I, oh. I I could see them. I mean, they're going to beat the Packers. I'll go. I'll go two and two. I don't know which one they win, but uh, on oh, Packers
0: too shit. I'll go two and two. I don't know how they do it, but that's what I'm. I'm sticking at two and two. I'll
2: go two and two. I think they'll they'll take Seattle and Denver, and then San Fran will be tough on the the third back to back to back road game. Yeah, you're right. And I think I think week eight that 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 could be a game that that. Decide who the best team in the NFC is, or at least you'll you'll have the two most talented teams potentially in the NFC. I I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to be on another level this year, and that defense is really really good. So Packers will probably take that two and two.
1: Yeah, this is uh this is going to be like Allah when Tiger was just plowing through pussy. Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) Jordy Nelson is not no longer in the building. He's going to be on a tear. Uh, I'm gonna go two and two with you guys. I, I kind of like the angle. I think they're gonna drop that Denver game and the Green Bay game next. Four at New Orleans, Seattle at home, Kansas City in Mexico, bye week, late bye week, and at Detroit. That late bye week could be tough for them. That's a long time to be playing games. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, go. Uh, I'll go three
0: and one. I think they. I kind of like this stretch for them. It's not horrible.
1: Stafford loses the good teams. Yes, that's true. Seattle could be really good. Coming bad. off the bye. Seattle couldn't
0: yeah. Three and one's realistic.
2: Yeah, I say three and one. L- lose that New Orleans game and then beat Seattle, Kansas City, and Detroit after a bye.
1: Yep, I'm with you there. Last four at Chicago, Philly. Tough game. At tough Arizona, game San Francisco. Definitely tough down the stretch here. Um situationally, I, I mean, they're they're gonna get revenge on Philly, right? No, no, I'll be at
0: that game. Oh, and I'll will be you? liquored
1: up. Do you remember what happened last time you went to the game uh, in the Coliseum? Yep. when I do uh, remember. Carson Ryan. Wentz was here. <laughs> he blew out his ACL, and then I came
0: <laughs> on this very podcast and proclaimed they would go on an epic run, going undefeated to the Super Bowl. I forgot that they'd be resting their starters against Dallas, but Ryan, yeah, great, great <laughs> point to bring me back to the Philadelphia Eagles. They're gonna lose that game. And then they're going to lose one of the other remaining three to go two and
1: 2 They're going to drop Chicago. That's in, that's going to be a cold game. I don't know if they're going to do well in that, that Jared
0: uh, Goff doesn't strike me as a cold weather quarterback.
2: They're
1: they're, they're going two and two.
2: Yeah.
0: James, you're on two and two as well. You said
2: Uh, I, I still can see them going three and one though. Lose that Chicago game beat Philly. Beat Arizona and and take care of business for San Francisco at uh, the last game of the year. San Francisco's secondary is kind of weak, so if, if there's no chemistry issues with the Rams, if Wade Phillips, if Wade Phillips keeps them in line and, and he's helping McVay, this is, this is the most talented offense and, and defense, or at least second behind the Eagles. Um, I, I just have them beaten the Forty that game, three
1: and one. All right, okay. So after uh, having him go 3 and 1, you got him going 11 and 5. Sean, you got him going uh, not surprisingly, you're down on them 9 and 7. I got him going 10 and 6. Well, I, I think I felt like I was really generous there and I still sent them over that total. I I don't think I can get involved just because I, not that their ceiling isn't 13 wins. I just I think there's a lot of things that can happen that can cause things to go wrong. Uh, I'm obviously if if you're if you're forcing me to pick a total yes. pick a side, I'm going to go over because it's nine and a half. I'm probably okay. not, I'm not paying the juice. Yeah. Um. I'm. It's you know if you're going to adjust this to ten, which is it's 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 at right now, uh, or it would be if you adjusted it correctly. It, it, it um, it's a push. I'm, I'm fine with it, but I, I just a lot of a lot of red red ink on the uh, the old regression.
0: Yeah. I'm, scale I'm, I'll there. I'll go under here. I don't think they're going to be a bad team. I just think they'll struggle to get to eleven again. And the way it's set up here, that's basically probably what they're going to need to get to for you to cash. I mean, granted, it is nine and a half, a minus one seventy. Uh, I just, I think getting to eleven will be tough for them, but they still seem like a nine or ten win team. So slight hair on the under. And then James, you're 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 sticking in the over here at eleven and five.
2: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't bet the over. I'd rather I'd rather bet them to win the division. Yeah. Um, just because I think the the schedule is tough, you get the, the division price at about minus one forty. So, I think with as many red flags as they do have, if 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 they do get on board and and start cruising up up to their potential, um, but yeah, they're the most talented team in the division. So I would rather play that.
1: I'm with you there, and I, and I feel like the, it is one of those years where it, it 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 wouldn't be crazy for them to win the division by two games. So
0: yeah, and and similar, yeah, similar price there too. So. Makes sense. Alright. Guys, time to talk about BetQL. BetQL. It's a sweet, sweet betting app. And uh, what does it do? It's a great question. It's the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And now they already got the NFL lines. They're in there. You can track line movement, see who the public is backing. You can check out their free picks. They got a they got a computer over there as well generating some stuff. Know, picks, trends, information, and uh, really the my favorite aspect of it is the bet tracker. Just load in all your bets on Sunday, to have one little sweet screen. Pull it up, uh, yeah. And it's uh, listen, if you want to be sharp, you gotta you gotta have a couple apps in your toolkit. You gotta you gotta get organized. You gotta instead of a bunch of scraps of paper, you want it nice, nice and organized. You know, bet sharp, feel sharp, and you can do that with BetQL. Head over to betql.co and download the only app you need to make smarter bets. BetQL is brought to you by the makers of RotoQL. Maybe you've heard of those guys, the leading daily fantasy optimizer trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. Head over to betql.co. BetQL.co. Give him a follow, betql app on Twitter as well. Now, we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G, baby. 2017, six wins. Now the win total jumped up to eight and a half over plus 110, under minus 140, division plus 220, conference plus 800, Super Bowl plus 1600. 49ers, who'd they bring in? Well, cornerback Richard Sherman, center Weston Richburg, running back Jarek McKinnon, offensive guard Jonathan Cooper, defensive end Jeremiah Atachu. Key losses, center David Kilgore, defensive end Elvis Dumerville, rookies, offensive tackle Mike McGlinchey, receiver Dante Pettis, linebacker Fred Warner, safety Tarvesi- Tarvarius more, Tarvarius Moore. There you go. Sound like a uh, All right. My take on the 49ers, they're getting overhyped, I think, a little no. bit with Jimmy G and Jimmy Jesus, but then. You watch Jimmy G. I, I watch his preseason. Stuff oh, and it's, you
1: shouldn't do that.
0: Well, you got to watch it guys, <laughs> guys, mechanics, the guy, the guy can still fucking throw the ball. Little interesting fact though. Uh, Warren sharp had this. He actually Jimmy G struggled with the deep ball issues last year for uh throws over 30 or 40 yards. I forget what they did it off of, but 34.8 QB rating, zero touchdown, three interceptions on deep balls worth noting Pierre Garcon. He was out for all of Jimmy G starts McKinnon. They brought him in. He could kind of be a uh PPR beast possibly. Cause they, <laughs> they had 166 targets running back last
1: year. I, I do want to ask this question to both of you. Like, why does everyone, why are we just assuming he's going to be a stud? It is uh so they, they kind of compared that. I think maybe in the football outsiders,
0: I forget where I read it, but where you have this crazy burst of being that good in the 100 to 250 attempts throwing and then they compared a bunch of other guys and probably the only other guy who was really good on that list was Jared Goff maybe or uh, no say, sorry Colin Kaepernick uh, who you know obviously had a run but then a lot of other busts so he he definitely has the potential
1: of of falling back but Oh, you're talking about Jimmy G. Jimmy sorry, G. I was yes, asking sir. about McKinnon. Like why oh, did, yeah. why does everyone think McKinnon's just going to be a guy that can Handle they just, the workload. I think loads. it's just they
0: think. I'm on that. They just think McKinnon's gonna be able to. they already got hurt.
1: Yeah, that's also true. He already got hurt. they they were who were they? Just, they just signed Alfred Morris. Yeah, I mean, I, I think They're, I, it's crazy because I think without the Jimmy G
0: trade, they would be getting murdered for some of the personnel stuff they've done. The guys yeah. they've drafted, the guys they've traded yeah, to draft, say. and that have just done nothing John. already. Already Lynch's trading. <laughs>
1: I, I literally wrote Trading this down. history is horrible. Anyone? I, I I wrote down this question to ask you guys. Does anyone else have a problem with John Lynch being like referred to as a smart guy?
2: <laughs> I, I don't think any of it's real proven Yeah, I mean, they're, they're gambling a lot on Richard Sherman after yeah. a, an Achilles injury. Ach- that, yeah. That's a big gamble.
1: Yeah. Achilles, yeah no, definitely. He's old. Uh, he he excelled in a very specific scheme. Huge yep. red flag. And he's going to a defense that. Uh, yeah, they have some pedigree and like draft picks, but it's not like the defense was good last year. Everyone's no. ignoring the fact that the defense was horrible. Everyone wants to talk about how they brought in a center in Weston Richburg, who is a, he's solid. He had some injury problems with the Giants, but he's solid. They brought in McGlinchey from Notre Dame, huge offensive tackle to protect. But I don't. They didn't bring any defensive players in really. And I I I think Sherman off a, a Achilles like I, I'm not even think I don't think he's gonna be he's a non factor I and I, I I I get the Garoppolo hype I, I think people are stoked because they were 0 and nine they were 0 and nine then Jimmy G showed up right like everyone's
0: give oh, some hope.
1: six and t- what do they finish six and 10. Oh yeah we're gonna be great we're gonna make the play what I feel like they're they they already had their season of regression with six games of Jimmy G. <laughs> it wasn't like they were crushing teams. Uh, granted, he played really well. Uh, they, they did beat a Rams team that wasn't trying. Uh, they beat that Jags team. They beat that Jags team. That's the one impressive one. Uh, they shredded a, a, a defense that had been dominating people. But I, I just don't I'm, see I'm it. I'm going to jump Get in. I'm
2: going to jump in with, with that Jag. I, I was actually looking at the Jaguars early today, and I have them as a massive team for regression. So I'm not even that impressed with the 49ers win over the Jaguars. First off, Jimmy G, seven to five touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. So everyone thinks he played a lot better than he actually did. And then the Jaguars, out of their 10 wins last year, nine of them were to non playoff teams. So, yeah, great defense, shitty offense. O- offense is not getting any better. And you probably, I, I think the 49ers are, yeah, it's a bubble that's about to pop after after a streaky end last year
1: and everyone's kind of an, uh, like anointed Shanahan as this genius and Shanahan has, has had some great teams, but we need to stop comparing the Falcons or even those Redskins teams to this 49ers team. There's no defense here. There's absolutely no defense. And one of the most positive things about the defense, Sean, last year, a guy that you wanted your Eagles to draft Ruben Foster. Yes. Where's he going to be for the first two weeks Possibly suspended GL. suspended. <laughs> uh, I I just if, even if you look at their their games last year, it's like, yeah, everyone wants to point to how uh, Kyle Shanahan had Beat Hard for all those weeks, and he wasn't horrible. But and it's, Pierre but
0: Garcon's out. Ka- and that Beat Hard was a guy Shanahan wanted. They traded up to get Beat Hard because yeah. he was telling Lynch, "You got to get Beat Hard. You got to get Beat Hard." Yeah. And then the same thing with this other the running back Williams. He was insisting. He goes. He told uh, Lynch, "He goes, if I if they don't draft him, I'm going to be sick to my stomach." And they drafted him, and he's he's not even going to make the team the second year. It's uh, they're they have a lot of holes that are kind of getting covered up with their trade of uh, Garoppolo, which was clearly
1: uh, they just great. kind of stumbled. It's into exciting. That. Yeah, uh, the division is kind of in flux, with the exception of the Rams. There's a lot of question marks on a lot of these teams, but when I look at it. I, I think it's absolutely fucking crazy that this win totals at eight and a half. absolutely a crazy. All
0: right, let's do it then. Let's give, let's break down the schedule. All
1: right, Sean, relax. <laughs> at Minnesota, Detroit, at Kansas City, at Chargers. Shit! Holy shit! That's not an easy start. Uh, I to the next one. Yeah, I got it. One and three. I uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, which road game are they winning?
0: Yeah. I, I'm just kind of
1: assuming they pull one of these out. No, no. I I think they beat Detroit. I'm with you. I'm going one and three as well.
2: I'll go one and three. The the most winnable again, as crazy as it sounds Minnesota, just because their offensive line is is getting shuffled around so much San Francisco's defensive line is a little bit stronger than most people think that could be the one when they sneak out.
1: Yeah, and that that's actually something to to note of this team is they've been pretty good stopping the run over the past couple of years I believe, but I I yeah, I just it, I can't see them going into the spaceship and winning. That home field advantage is yeah. pretty wicked. Oh man. P- poor 49ers. Next for Arizona at Green Bay on Monday night. Rams <laughs> ah, at damn. home at Arizona. Uh the, so they split with they they'll split with Arizona.
0: Yeah, I, I got a two and two. I think they win. What? I think they win two games here. They're going to beat the Rams, possibly, or they beat the Cardinals twice, uh, or they uh, some sort of yeah. It, it's not a great spot. They're going to go to
1: Lambeau and win.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's your one in three. I think they. could, I think they could beat the Rams at home. I'll go two and two.
2: Yeah, the game versus the Rams is could could be a coin flip. Beat the Cardinals on the first game. I'll give them two and two.
1: I'm clearly lower at uh. Next four, Oakland on a Thursday, long week off. Then they have Giants on Monday night at home. by week at Tampa at Seattle. See, this doesn't strike me as a good.
2: That's a softer part of the schedule. Yep.
1: Yeah. This is this this
2: they got to take advantage of big time. You got to be. You got to beat Oakland. You got to beat. You could go two and zero there. One and one probably the floor, and you got to beat Tampa Bay. You got to beat Seattle. They could go three and one easily, possibly four and zero. I'm
1: gonna say three and one. Yeah, I'll go. uh
0: I'll go three
1: and one. Yeah. We're all three and one. Nice. Three and one.
2: Yeah, I'll go three and one. Final.
1: Last four: Denver, Seattle, Chicago, all at home, and then at yes. Rams. Yeah. Okay.
2: This is gonna be like the kind of the shitty game of golf you play on the front nine and the back nine. You start really <laughs> stroking it away. They They got to run through this. You're home. You're a West Coast team. You don't have to travel to the to the East Coast for any of these games in December. That's that's a blessing. Yeah, you got to be Denver, Seattle. I, that's probably two and one on those first three, and then the Rams game will be tough. It's either three and one or two and two. I'll give him. I'll give him three and one here.
0: I will too. I'll go two and two. I think, right. they, I think they split yeah, three
2: it's i really think it's it's it, they're not gonna win that la game it's it's are they gonna go three and oh at home those first three or two and one
0: yeah that's i that's why I got them going two and two
1: they'll be they'll definitely yeah. be the team that's like heating up down the stretch maybe if you like the 49ers and futures maybe you wait until uh the wait until yeah, after, like after that seven. Arizona game yeah. yeah because they they, they could be two i had them going starting two and six finishing six and two for eight and eight Uh, I felt like I was optimistic and I still didn't get them over the total. Sean, you had them a little bit better than I did, Sean. You had them. Oh, no, you also had them uh, eight and eight. Eight and eight. And uh, let's see here. My math is. I'm a little stoned right now. I think Sean.
2: Uh, <laughs> I had nine and yes, seven. Nine and seven.
1: One game better than me. It is
2: so hard to add at the end after you've just broken it down into four chunks. I'm like, it. it I you know, over the yeah, extra number.
1: Yep. We need the dante base here.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm. A, I guess I'm on the under here, but also this this win total in particular is one I'm not dying to get at. Like, I, like I think if you like the 49ers, you just take the division plus two twenty.
1: I think you know at the end of the day, or maybe I should say, listen, Sean. Yes, I have a. They've already lost all these running backs. Kyle Shanahan needs running backs. He had Carlos Hyde last year. I know he had a horrible year, but you need competent running backs. I I don't believe in some of this stuff. And I, Sean, play the lock sound effect. I, I'm not not final, but. Mm. I felt like I was as generous as I was going to be with this team, and they can't even get to eight wins. Uh, I I I have more questions than answers, Sean. So James, you got it at nine
0: and seven, but do you feel I
2: got it at nine and seven? I'm not betting any futures on this, but if if they get if if they do get hot on the back nine, can we realistically see a scenario where all right, everyone's so high on them right now? They start out of the gate slow. Their secondary is also not not very good people change their minds in the NFL. uh, Like, like the wind blows by week seven, week eight, people could start doubting Shanahan if they're 500 or worse. And then you have this bye week, they'll be forgotten about a little bit. And then afterwards you have a little bit of value against the spread. I think on the back, on the back nine of the schedule, they could probably be getting a point or, or, you know, half a point more than they should be.
0: Yeah. Like, especially if you look at those last four and just anything after that, well, even those two games, before the bye week, after at Cardinals, there is a there is a ton of value. If they is if they lose that Rams game at home, then maybe they don't look good against at Cardinals. Then you have what you got? Jesus, five. Thursday
1: Night Football. I mean, they they should be laying a lot against. Yeah, the Oakland. second
0: the second eight of their schedule, five home games, and there's a bunch that are winnable. I I think honestly, the move is for this division in particular is just kind of wait. Well, and, and and then and then hop on their division. Uh, yeah. maybe take a sprinkle there later.
1: Further creeps up
0: to 400.
1: Oakland, very very public team in Las Vegas. Thursday yep. night football. They could be 2 and 6. Uh the Niners absolutely should be laying for somewhere in the 4 to 6 range in this right? Like they got to be laying 4 points against Oakland, right? Oakland's I'm I'm just real low on Oakland I think. Uh, but but this could be a game that ends up being 3 because of that. Maybe even less, I don't know. Um I, Oakland's going to be horrible too. Let's let's move on to the final team. Last song.
0: team in the division, Seattle Seahawks coming off a 9-win 2017 season just missed the playoffs. Their win total at 8 over plus 140 under minus 160 division plus 350. Wow. Who'd have thought we've seen we'd see this day. Plus 1200 for the conference. Plus 2,800 for the Super Bowl. Key additions Receiver Brandon Marshall, Linebacker Barcavius Mingo, Tight end Ed Dixon, Receiver Jaron Brown, uh, Safety Maurice Alexander, Cornerback Dante Johnson, Offensive lineman DJ Fluker, Defensive tackle Tom Johnson, Defensive tackle Shamar Steven, and Kicker Sebastian Janikowski. That's good to hear he's still in the league. Key losses, Richard Sherman, Michael Bennett, Sheldon Richardson, Cliff Averill, Jeremy Lane, Deshaun shed tight end Luke Wilson, tight end Jimmy Graham, and receiver Paul Richardson, Key Rookies, first rounder, Rashard, Penny. Rashad Penny. Uh defensive end Rasheem Green. Punter, Michael Dixon, and offensive linebacker, Shaquem Griffin. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. So I don't know why you take Rashad penny in the first round when offensive line is such a huge fucking issue for them. uh their biggest problem right now is they get in third and long because they have no offensive line and Russell Wilson isn't good on third and long anymore. He was in third and long situations, 5.7 yards per attempt and 27th in the passer rating. Uh, and they've kind of lost their magic at home, at least from a betting uh, perspective. As a home favorite, they were one and six ATS. So, uh, you know, the days of just home hammering them as a home favorite are gone. But maybe the line
1: will get so adjusted, it's hard to cover bigger spreads at home when your defense isn't what it used to be. Exactly, so that's the story.
0: And then Jimmy Graham being out, who just never kind of fit for them, never really was the superstar they had hoped for. He has ninety five. He had ninety five targets. A lot of opportunities for some of these guys. Obviously, I'm big on Doug Baldwin fantasy wise this season. And there's a guy that a seventh round pick David Moore, Mm. who I think uh, I'm hearing a shitload of buzz about, and I think he's a guy to take a shot on late round flyer, possibly week one sneaky DFS play. Although I really don't like their matchup at Denver, but look for David Moore. He has a great uh, chemistry right now for with uh, Russell Wilson. It just seems like a guy they're talking about a ton. And with all those targets going out, someone's got to get it.
1: And, and you said a lot of negative things about this team last year, but at the end of the day, if they win, if they win that game against Atlanta, yeah, they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs.
0: And listen, their 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 offensive line is still a huge issue. A uh, fighty or whatever his name, Bafiti. He's uh, they're already th- thinking about benching your starting right tackle. So not That's a great good. time. And they, they, probably Carroll, wish,
1: they probably wish they had Eric Flowers right now. So.
0: <laughs> Pete Carroll seemingly lost the magic. All that being said, they they still at Seattle is still a tough place to play, and you still have Russell Wilson, who's a guy that just pulls plays out of their head of his ass. So I think they're going to be a competitive team, but I, I I don't know. I don't ten wins is uh, I think it'll be a big stretch for them. Kramer,
1: what do you how say you on the Seahawks? I, all right, so I I don't they're, they they. I wouldn't have guessed two years ago that we would we would be talking about Seattle as one of the worst rosters in the league. Yeah. Um, they've really missed, um, you know, I, I think Lombardi points this out a lot uh, when he talks about Pete Carroll, it's like a college system uh, that after, after time, like that whole rah, rah, bust ass competition thing kind of sizzles off. And when you don't have your cam chancellor's and Earl Thomas's body, yeah, I didn't even hit on forcing.
0: I didn't even hit on Earl Thomas. Who's basically holding out. He's got one point something million fines on the books. He's saying he's not coming back unless they give him an extension and they I have look, a history of not,
1: I get ex- his point. He's, he wants to go. He, I, I understand his statement of like trade me or give me an extension I Well, Well he,
0: he wants to be traded to the Cowboys, which that is-,
1: is a disgusting act. <laughs> Uh, but but Let me get you fucking shine box I, I, for Jason. Garrett. I, here's my thing, Sean, all of these things, the defense is not going to be as good. I do think their offense, I, I do think they still have a home field advantage. I think the spread just wasn't adjusted last year and I yeah, I think be, it
0: will be this year. Maybe,
1: I, th- I think it may be this year, but is, is Russell, how many quarterbacks in this league are worth that are worth more wins than, than Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, it's like him Rogers Rogers.
0: Yeah, and that's,
1: that's it. That's probably it. And we already touched on another Brady. team who has one of Brady.
0: But even um, I don't know. I don't know if you would adjust the win total as lost. much with Brady because of how good of a coach Belichick I is.
1: I think you still do, and I think I think I mean honestly, Andrew Luck gets thrown in that discussion too. Uh, we we already went talked about the AFC South, but I, I I just think to me Russell Wilson's one of the guys that he's worth eight eight wins, and when the win totals eight, it, it's it's going to be really hard for me to fade that. I know the offensive line's bad. It's been bad, and he's managed. It was bad last year. They went nine and seven. And it wasn't like they went nine and seven because their defense won a bunch of games. So um, I, I do think as long as you have Russell Wilson, and maybe you need to flush out some of this bad juju, maybe you need to get Russell Wilson's concussion spirit water or whatever flowing <laughs> in the Gatorade jugs up in Seattle. Maybe, maybe Pete hate. Carroll needs to have more conversations uh, about 9 11 truthing. Uh, what? <laughs> I I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in that building um, that, that has been going on the whole time. So I I don't have a lot of nuggets. I don't have a lot of like hot takes on this team. I I think they, they do have one of the worst rosters. I I think there's a lot of reasons to not like this team. And yes, that, that may lead to Russell Wilson getting hurt and completely um, derailing this season.
0: It's called, it's called recovery water run. But as long as they he's, no longer have a Twitter <laughs> handle, it
1: seemed like they were investigating. But, but he, I can't, if he stays healthy, I just don't see how this team doesn't go eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, I do have a lot.
2: Go ahead. Their schedule, the schedule's brutal.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That, I was about to get to that where that's my asterisk. Like, they, they were not given any gifts right now. Yeah.
0: So, what's your, what's your take? Uh, on the on the Seahawks here, James.
2: I think I think even more so on the offensive line. They have no pass rush right now. You're replacing yeah. Mike Bennett and Cliff Avril. Dion Dion Jordan is hurt, and and every beat reporter is looking around camp and, and writing that they don't know where the pass rush is going to come from. This team they got inexperience on the back end. Great point. No Thomas. I, I think it's going to be a problem. You, you face all these teams that could throw the ball all over you. Like, even even out of the division, they're playing a lot of teams that could throw the ball around. I, I mean, obviously, Wilson could do a bunch and, and can throw on. Yeah, he's so competitive. I, I think I think they're just going to – I think as competitive as they, they could be, they could fall short in a couple of games. And I think it's going to be tough for them to get eight wins. I already bet them under on, on – under eight, and it moved down
1: to seven and a half. Nice. My bookie still has eight. So yeah, but they,
0: you got to pay for it at minus minus one sixty. So Should we run through yep. the schedule? Yeah, then, let's, John? let's do it. And yeah, he made some great points there. Malcolm, uh, <laughs> Malcolm Smith, former uh, Eagles first rounder just
1: got cut as well that they had picked up the, the Seahawks did to help them with a oh. the pass rush. So yeah. And their second round pick from a couple of years ago, not, or last year, right? Not, not uh he's done. He, I think they injury waved him or whatever. He like, he got an ATV accident or something shown. Yeah. Yeah. They have not from Michigan state. Let's run through the schedule uh, at, at Denver. We, we know we like Denver in that first spot. Uh, it not going to, not going to be a very good spot for the Seahawks there. Then at Chicago on a Monday night, Dallas at Arizona, that's a tough stretch to start the season. Um, I obviously we, we, uh, and honestly this Dallas matchup is going to be tough. Cause how are they going to stop Dallas from running the ball? Like Dallas, yeah. Dallas is going to run the yeah. ball down their throat. And sorry, Marcus Smith, not Malcolm Smith. Uh, one in three. Yeah, damn. One, yeah, I, I got one in three. three
2: too. Yeah. Side note, too, I love that game week two. CG Technology opened up the Bears as a pick'em in that home Monday Night game. I think Trubisky will throw the ball all over the Seahawks secondary in that game.
1: I, yeah, you know, I will say this: Uh is a guy that I, um, I'm a I was a very overt, uh, he's going to suck ass uh, and I need to see it. I'm not, I'm not with all these fantasy guys. I'm not with all these P- I, I am completely not in favor of thinking that Trubisky is just going to turn into a great quarter or a good quarterback. And that being said, certainly looks like a very juicy matchup for him. Um, well, Matt Nagy
0: and we, we haven't done our NFC North preview, but I, I do think Matt Nagy coming over for coming over from the chiefs, he's going to be able to scheme stuff. For Trubisky, yeah. that'll make yeah. his life a lot easier. I watched
1: him play in college. He's fucking garbage. <laughs> Next for Rams at home, and then at they have to go to London to play the Raiders. Uh, then they have a bye week. Then they have at Detroit Chargers at home. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. I do think um, I think they can take. They'll 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 get two in there. I'll say two yeah, and two.
0: I think they win one before the bye week and one after. Give me two and two.
1: Uh, I'll go one and three. I'm
0: a
2: little lower on
1: this one. Wow! Oh, yeah. Poor Russell Wilson. Maybe. Oh, where where were we, Sean? At at the Rams, Green Bay on a Thursday night, at Carolina. Jesus Christ! San Francisco at home. Uh man. One and three. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll give him a win at Carolina just because Carolina is banged up on the O line, and, and I'll. I'll that is but a yeah. brutal
0: four game stretch, though. No,
2: but but lose to the Rams and lose to the Packers, two and two.
0: What did you go, Sean? I'm going to go one and three. I I think they, I think uh, I'm going to
1: go two and two. I, I I think they get two in there.
0: I think they could lose that Packers game. They could lose East Coast. They always play bad in the East Coast, uh, with the exception I, of that Carolina. I mean, that was a different team. But then at Rams, I think they beat the 49ers at home actually.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. Net last four, Minnesota on Monday night at San Francisco, Kansas City, and Arizona. I mean, see here, here we go.
2: They can go 3 and 1 here.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll I think they close strong for a 3 and 1.
2: Yeah, the, the, the prime time three yeah, you got two prime time games on this back that I'll I'll give them 3 and 1 here.
1: See, I I, I did it, Sean. I, I I I tried to be like down on them just to see what would happen. I got to 8 and 8. Yeah. Because that's what Russell Wilson does. He gets to eight and eight. And what do I have in that? Seven and nine, Sean.
2: I got seven and nine.
1: Yeah, both of you have seven and nine. All right. I'm going under then.
0: Fuck it. Give me the under. I mean, minus one sixty yeah. is kind of crazy,
1: but uh maybe you just wait till seven and a half. I here's what I'll say. I, they have the ability to win for. I mean, all everything I said about Russell Wilson, the offensive line can get him hurt. They they have no they have worst team in the NFC upside.
0: Yeah, I, I was kind of leaning five hundred. They're a five hundred team, but when James pointed out the the pass rush issues, there's no way uh, they're playing all these teams that can throw the ball. I I think they're going to get picked apart, especially on the road. They'll they'll still have a little bit of their swagger at home, but on the road, Russell Wilson will
1: pull two wins out of his ass. That's what he always does.
2: But I don't th- disagree with that. Yeah. It's just you're talking. Their ceiling is yeah. going to be like like that's like that's with Wilson playing out of his mind and with injuries to a team that's not even deep right now on the O line and the complete and the entire defense. Then injuries happen. That's you know, you're know, you right. St- I'm I'm going under. All
1: right. Even though I got to eight wins, I'm going to say because you're the- yeah, you're right on the thing. You can. It, it does seem. It does seem like a lot a lot of little things can go wrong pretty easily. That makes this a four win team.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, before we give out our best bets here, a couple of listener questions oh. at four falls, of Buffalo wants to know Garoppolo Goff, Bradford or Wilson, which will be most valuable to their team this year. Kramer. I'll let you kick things off it, Wilson.
1: Yeah. If they don't have Russell Wilson, they're a zero they are They're like in Hugh Jackson territory,
0: <laughs> James, which way are you going?
1: Who do you? he's the Jenga piece on that. He's the entire, I'll say this though, the sneaky answer, the sneaky answer is Bradford. If he stays healthy (laughs) and plays well, Sean, he plays well when he's healthy. I I think,
0: I think you could definitely make a case for Garoppolo because we saw the pre and post Garoppolo era of the 49ers. That being said, I'll still go Wilson, but I think your your
1: second case Sean, is for Jimmy Garoppolo. Sean, you know what Garoppolo is? Garoppolo is when when you w- you sit down and you win the first six hands of blackjack. <laughs> what happens yeah. the rest of the night? You're just you just keep winning on top of the world, you keep baby. Winning? Yeah, you you hit a whole bunch of uh, you, you 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 keep beating the dealer when the dealer has twenty. Well, <laughs> oh, no, that's not going to keep going all night. Five touchdowns or six, seven touchdowns. Five hundred. Uh, yeah, come Dating on. Dating the porn star, red flag for franchise QB. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man you know <laughs> you gotta have a good cover story you gotta have a good cover story one more well wait wait, wait Garoppolo's dating a porn star he did yeah following did. in the great footsteps of Jeff Garcia <laughs> the ultimate Jeff Garcia dated a Playboy boy. walks like a rat talks like a rat <laughs> might be I, a don't, rat. I don't know if I don't know if
0: uh, Garoppolo's overcompensating. he's just a guy he's just probably a dumb guy who, who made a lot of money and was like oh wait I can have sex with chicks now and then just <laughs> Googled chicks with giant asses. Kira Mia came up and he sent her a DM and he
1: slid to hot chicks like quarterbacks. Um, But the other demographic he could go dive headfirst into is probably the, uh, the (laughs) Boston, the Boston fans who, who, for whatever fucking reason, it's
0: a baby fucking wheel, man. They
1: are on him like white on Russia. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Like they like to take credit for if it's pretty hilarious. It's so ridiculous. You can't just become a Niners fan. Like, that's everything uh, that goes against everything. And then my West Coast team, eh. <laughs> Era.
0: Era. Jimmy G <laughs> carrying on the banner. Era. B- uh, Belichick had to trade him because Brady was said to trade him. Era. Okay, let's see. Any other real questions we got here? Oh, well. At Young Raza ninety eight wants to know if Sam Bradford is a franchise quarterback. Sam Bradford is not a overall quarterback. quarterback.
2: The number of starts he's gonna have. So yeah, that.
1: exactly. See
2: the six tw- and a
0: half. He's not see, a franchise quarterback. See the pin twist. John, you
1: were all over this years ago. I'll, I will yeah. say, sneaky, sneaky, if he stays healthy, watch out, watch out.
0: I wanna I wanna do like a, a sports gambling podcast mashup. Cause you're <laughs> every you time i the I've same thought, thing Sam- when I came up with the drop where you are going, listen, if he's healthy and the, the Rams defense kind of comes together and Jeff Fisher, <laughs> this is like 2011, oh, man, best bet there on the under you already got down on that. I'm going to make it. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I'm going to take the over for the Cardinals at five and a half. That just feels too low. This team can win
1: at least six games. Kramer, your best bet for the division. Wow, you're putting me on the spot here, Sean. <clears throat> I wasn't prepared to answer this kind of question. <laughs> of course I was. Give me the under on the 49ers. Come on, lock it up. Well,
0: well, James, thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure you give That's a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. I uh, love having you on. We'll definitely have you on back. Figure out a good time to get you on. Make sure you give James a follow on Twitter at spread investor. And then uh, what's a what's the website people can check out. Is it, it's Investor
2: spreadinvestor.com uh, I'm giving it a little bit of a facelift in the next month as, as football season ramps up. I'm gonna be bringing on a bunch of different handicappers and writers you guys will be in the mix on that as well yep uh, but th- there'll be articles that, there'll be seven to ten articles every day handicapping NFL, college football uh, we'll get into MLB playoffs with a couple other handicappers and and then go right into basketball season so it'll be exciting stuff.
0: Awesome man yeah, tons of great content. I'm over at spreadinvestor.com right now Ryan. And I see a Super Bowl pick, Eagles plus five. Love it. Yeah, baby. Great town. Get that not, cash. Not
2: in Boston though. I didn't get plus seven.
0: <laughs> that plus seven. That's the number. <laughs> and of course, as always, shout out to mybookie.ag and uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure you check that out and uh, subscribe to all the good content on that uh, iTunes feed as well. Rate and review the podcast. Share it. Thank you guys for listening. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan.
1: Ah, oh, I love you, Russell.
0: Kramer, let it ride.